welcome to the Shore Report. I'm Jessica Linthorne. And I'm Jake Costner. <laughs> are you? I gotta turn the phone off. Like, <laughs> I thought it was buzzing, but it's... Okay, anyways, um, we are joined today with Andrew Hill, who's a local developer doing some really cool work in town. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Yeah, we're glad that you could come on and um, specifically to tell us about your newest uh, venture with the PowerLink building. Yeah, well, you know the same from the horse's mouth, right? So yeah. there, I've had phone calls and people asking me all kinds of strange questions about what I'm actually doing and what type okay. of a building it is and things like that. So I thought this might be an opportunity. Uh, I did a little radio thing last week, but I thought this might be an opportunity for your listeners and some of the town people to actually get the, you know, the, the real skinny on what we're actually doing with the building mm-hmm. and what we're offering just to make sure there are no you know, no misconceptions out there about what yeah. we're actually providing for people. So Yeah, that's great. Well, and um, Jay and I, have we've been working with you over the last few years in regards to the developers um, working sure, group. Yeah, and yeah. and we do have your property listed on the uh, development story map, which we can also link to the podcast so people can have a visual while they listen to that conceptual mm-hmm. um, drawing of what the building looks like. And just to be clear, the location of PowerLink is Goddard, sorry, Yep. Highway 21, yep, yep. Goddard Street. And Mary Street. And Mary Street yeah. in Port Elgin. So yeah. very, a really nice spot. It's the yeah. site of the old Mandarin restaurant. That's right. So we're not doing chicken wings anymore. We're doing, uh, we're doing office space now. Um, but yeah, basically it's a, it's a three-story office building. It's been through a few different renditions over the years because we, it, as, as Jay knows and as you know, uh, we did have some struggles at the start to get to get things you know to the approval stage with uh, mm-hmm. not so much with the town but with the the old planning advisory committee we had a little bit of an issue with that we did have one or two people that did did have some objections to what we were trying to achieve uh, and we modified plans accordingly and and eventually we got basically the full support of council good that was a long process mm-hmm. so there are people out there that think you know the usual is this ever going to happen is this ever going to happen Part of that is us obviously doing the doing our homework, but also the process mm-hmm. that it was necessary to go through to get to get those approvals, including bylaw amendments, official plan amendments. Yeah, uh, it is a it is a bit of a process, and yeah. what, what we're trying to do is something very unique. So mm-hmm. that adds to the time frame. And it is it's a real it is a process, right? Like it's yeah. a real process for anybody that wants to develop in the community, and we mm-hmm. try to make the process as streamlined and as accessible as possible. But of course, um, you know, Jay, I'm sure is cringing a little bit as, as the planner. He knows that there's all sorts of things that we have to jump through to to hit the ground running. Well, each site is unique. Each development's unique. This one is in particular, if I can say, mm-hmm. there's a really strong elements of, of, of both residential component and commercial mm-hmm. component. And, and even in the commercial, it's offices. And it's not something we see regularly. So. Mm-hmm. Part of the early stages was understanding it. It's what are the yeah. impacts, mm-hmm. and so communicating that with the public, with council, you know, even for ourselves to understand it. I mean, it makes it sound like an excuse, but it's really not. It's mm-hmm. what we need to understand. Mm-hmm. That's so, right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, and and I and I fully recognize I brought something very unique to the table. I, I'm trying to develop something that is more commonly seen in the cities mm-hmm. you know where they do combine residential and commercial where they do mixed use on lots where they do taller buildings um where a, where a building for example the commercial is is going to provide a, a long list of amenities that you don't see in a typical strip mall type of a development mm-hmm. where you just rent a space and then you pay x number of dollars a month to have somebody take care of the grounds and those types of things what we're trying to do is provide a, a package and create a business community within one building where 
the tenants of the building share a lot of the expenses. Okay. So there are joint common areas. There's a, um, a common receptionist that can guide people to the different That's people great. at different offices that they want to see. The cost of maintaining the property is, is shared by all of the tenants as opposed to being built out on an individual basis. It's all done on a prorated you know, prorated basis where the more space you rent, obviously the more portion right. of those common elements you're yeah. responsible for taking care of. But what it does at the end of the day is it gives the tenant just one number to think about. Mm -hmm. They don't have to think about utilities. They don't have to think about uh, paying extra for garbage removal and snow removal and groundskeeping and all of those types of things, mm -hmm. security issues. Mm -hmm. It's all rolled in, if you like, into one price so they can just simply look at the space that they want, look at the price of that space and say, okay, that's my, that's my that's monthly bill. Yeah. So far, the reception to that has been really, really good. Excellent. And it's been from companies that have branch offices in some of the smaller or the mid-sized cities where that's exactly what they're used to doing. Yeah, yeah that yeah. model is picking up in a few different yeah. locations and, yeah. and makes really good sense because, mm -hmm. you know, some of these um, businesses that are are landing and expanding or you know people entrepreneurs that are ready to open doors they they need that that clarity for them that support yeah and, for sure for sure yeah. and the and the other the other really kind of unique concept to this model is is the condominium concept yeah tell us so a little bit about office that office condominiums in the last 10 to 15 years have become extremely popular in the cities because standalone real estate is so incredibly expensive mm -hmm. so if you can buy an office space within an office complex and share those common costs and those common expenses for a fraction of what you would pay for a standalone building, it makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. So even for a small business, a small business that only has maybe one or two employees that they're working out of their living room or they're working out of their basement, and they just think they just need two or 300 square feet as an office, mm -hmm. rather than go and try and find something that they can lease uh, and basically throw that money away because you know to some people spending money on rent or lease they don't like to do that they would mm -hmm. prefer to own something they can come into the powerlink building and they can buy a small office and we have small offices starting at as little as forty thousand mm. dollars well where can you buy a standalone building on yeah, the main no street kidding. for forty thousand dollars and then still after buying you're responsible for 100 percent of the expenses the maintenance fees the taxes the utilities mm -hmm. with a shared with a shared building with a condominium style building everybody in the building is sharing those common expenses mm -hmm. so your operating expenses are very low your purchase price is very low and it's and it's an asset it's real mm -hmm. estate it is a condominium no different than a residential condominium mm -hmm. except it's a commercial condominium and it is it's an office condominiums now are, are really exploding in the city because people can buy their own space feel comfortable in it uh, I got, here's another good example. I had a guy ask me, well, you know, I I'm only going to work for another five or six years and then I'm going to retire. I said, okay, great. Well, at the end of those five or six years, your business now owns an asset. It owns its own office space. So you have the option to sell that office space with your business. Mm -hmm. Or if you fold your business, you have the option to keep it, sublet it to somebody else, and have mm -hmm. nice passive income coming in after you retire. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. idea was really, really appealing. Yeah, I bet. So, so what, what's next? What are people going to see over the next little while? Well, we're just in the final. We're just in the final drawing process, as you know, Jay. We've we've signed back the site plan agreement. We're mm -hmm. waiting for for the your lawyers basically to sign that and, and return that to us. We're working on the final renditions and floor plans of the drawings. Great. 
Um, I'm working with uh, the, the you know the age-old problem of uh, financing and, and backing mm-hmm. and lending. So we're we're working on the final details on that right now. We're hoping to break ground within the next six to eight weeks. We would like to have this place ready for occupancy early spring of 2020. Yeah. Uh, we already have a, a good number of people that are signing letters of intent. And of course, we're always talking to people about that. And part of this is to get the word out that yeah, we are now actually, we do now actually have floor plans and we are actually taking letters of intent. Oh, that's great. Uh, and we have a great range of sizes and offerings of space too, because we have the three floors. Mm-hmm. So on the ground level, we have smaller offices that for day use offices, which is another aspect that mm-hmm. we have, which is very unique um, to short term lease. We're already accommodating some nonprofit organizations and things like that on our lower levels. We have multiple boardrooms available, both for tenants and non-tenants of the building. Mm-hmm. And then as we move up through the building, the spaces get larger. So we, we have small offices for as small as 150 square feet, right up to two, three, and 4,000 square foot offices as you move up through the building. So there's mm-hmm. a really good range mm-hmm. that can suit people with one or two employees, 10 employees, even up to 20, 30 employees without hmm. any issues. Very good. Yeah. It's exciting. It's a good little yeah, synopsis. Yeah, really exciting. Yeah. Yeah. We've had yeah, developers, great. builders on this show before, and so it's always nice to hear from them directly about what they're doing in the community because yeah, we absolutely. can't always say. I mean, it's... Uh, well, and in this case, it's such a unique project. Um, yeah. It's an exciting project. So so as I, when we started the chat, I mentioned that uh, we do have a tab on the development story map and it does have mm-hmm. contact information, um, but what we will also include the link um, for uh, the PowerLink building. Do you know the URL off the top of your head? Uh, PowerLinkOffice.com. Perfect. Well, that was easy. It's not that complicated. So we will, we will have that on the <laughs> website like as well. That's easy. Um, and then certainly we'll uh, invite listeners, if, if you're looking for more information on the PowerLink building or to get in touch with Andrew, feel free to connect with him through the website. Yeah. Thanks so much for coming on the show. No problem. I appreciate you letting me get the, uh, the, real, the real story out there. Yeah, we're happy to do right. so. Thanks. Thanks